Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Moji Alawode Al. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-Roe hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? Awesome. And that's a v-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear. I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details make home your favorite new restaurant this winter with omaha steaks delivered straight to your door Have you ever wondered what makes Omaha Steaks so good? It's the aging process. Mm -hmm. Omaha Steaks are aged at least 21 days. That's where the magic happens. Try these mouth-watering steaks in the Butcher's Best Sellers package. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter promo code VOICES into the search bar to save over 50% and secure exclusive pricing. Included in the Butcher's Best Sellers package are four iconic Fork tender butcher's cut filet mignons, four ultra juicy burgers, four savory pork chops, four kielbasa sausages, four rich and decadent caramel apple pie tartlets, and so much more. In addition to getting more than 50% off, you also get four more chicken breasts and four more of those delicious burgers for free. For free, free, Angela, for free. Free. All you have to do is visit omahasteaks.com and type voices in the search bar to order the Butcher's Best Seller's Package today. Mm, Save over 50% plus get four free chicken breasts and four burgers. All from the company that's been bringing people together for over a hundred years. That's omahasteaks.com. Type voices in the search bar. Hi, I'm Frances Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela and welcome to The Final Word. The Final Word with Frangela. Frangela. The Final Word. The Final Word. The Final Word. 
Glad to be here, and I want to say that I'm starting to feel a little more normal. Are you? Norm? In terms did of, you, bitch, did you say normal? That's a strong word for it. It it's is probably strong. Less, might make it more accurately less crazy. I feel less crazy. But it's by just because 20%. the news is newsier yes. and not just Trump. And I have to say, I really do hope that they continue the ban on him on social media because mm-hmm. it's it's a delight it is beautiful so we want to thank you for joining us here we want to remind you that guess what's coming up it is the 10th like anniversary of That's the sexy right. liberal tour what so do you know what you can do what can they do you can go to sexyliberal.com and buy a ticket for the upcoming show on april 10th do it now hurry hal, hal sparks john fugel saying stephanie miller Angela and tons and tons and tons of special guest stars. That's Wonderful right. Friends. Celebrating 10 years of doing the Sexy Liberal Tour. Yes. And we're going to have, you know, it's all new material and cool, fun cameos from very famous, very cool people. And I mean very famous and very cool. Very we're not famous. not even a lot to say. So, so famous. So we can't talk about it too long because we, you know how we messed that up. So you got to get your tickets now. So go to sexyliberal.com, go to tours, get your tickets now. Yeah. Also, we want to thank you. If you're already a Patreon subscriber, you are keeping us alive. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> and do you know what you get for keeping us alive? You get three micro idiots a week. What? That is the laugh Proof mountain. of life and proof of funny. Yes, it is. All at the same time. You can also go to cameo.com. And put in Frangela and get a specialty video from Frangela. That's right. It's like a birthday wish for you or someone else or a pick me up or, you know, maybe we could help you fire someone. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. And you can go to Frangela.com for all your Frangela swag and needs and information. And always catch us on the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show every Friday morning for the Black Power Hour. Oh, it's a delight. It really is. And that's when Stephanie becomes Stephanie Mills. It's, it's And it is a wonder. It is a wonder. To see. Uh, first up today, we, uh, President Biden continues to kick out the jams as far as I'm concerned. Oh, yes. He directed states to make all adults eligible for coronavirus vaccinations no later than May 1st. Okay. And that is, as we heard before, and is set a July 4th goal to mark our independence from this virus. What I liked about this was from his first, you know, address uh, last week. What I liked about one of the things I liked about what Biden, President Biden said was that he made it very clear. He was like, this can only happen if people wear masks, wash yes. their hands, socially distance, follow guidelines and get vaccinated. And if, if if we do those things, then maybe July 4th, we can spend it together. Yes. Yeah, so with a couple of people, them, you know, who don't live in your house and God bless it. I need that. Exactly. Exactly what I'm saying. And, and, but if we don't do those things, then he made it very clear. Like, I need you. Yeah. I need you. Not, I do it all alone and there's nothing to do anyway. He's uh, like somebody we might remember. Um, he said, I need you to do this because if not, we may have to change our plans. We may have to slow down. We may have to go back to some lockdowns. Yes. And 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 he also said that he was doubling the number, number of pharmacies and yep. the number of federally run mass vaccina- vaccination centers to administer, administer doses. Uh, the U.S., you know, this is what's wonderful under, under Biden right now. We have administered so many more. I mean, when you think about how 
few people have been vaccinated in December, mm-hmm. and we in, are in March, and we're looking They're at past over. their deadlines and goals. Yes, except for themselves. Absolutely, well past. And also, this is also the, another thing that's worth celebrating is that Biden and um, President Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris are going on a tour, basically, a little whistle stop to celebrate their one point nine trillion dollar American rescue plan. And the reality is, is that they have to do it because Trump taught us to take credit. Take yes. Get your get your crown. Get your roses right now. Not at the end of the term or the administration. Right the fuck now. I think, you know, uh, listening to the pundits and everybody talk to people who are inside the Biden administration working there, talk about how they have because a lot of these people worked uh, like Klein, you know, Chief of Staff and all that. They worked on the, with Obama and the Obama administration. Mm-hmm. And they, and I, it sounds like also President Biden, all believe that one of the, a mistake that was made yes. was to not make it clear that the ACA was Obamacare, Obamacare was the ACA, mm-hmm. and to take credit for it because people are still in opposition to Obamacare while having it. Yes. And don't don't understand that 11 what they years have. later. Yeah, they don't understand that that's what they have and that's the thing they actually like. And so making sure, because as the Republicans are very good at, at obviously skating and and making things look like you know uh packaging and finding rhetoric around an idea to to make it unclear or opaque to people like what's actually going on Mm -hmm. so the people it's 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 a take credit tour but it's an informational tour that's right it's let you know this is what's happening right now the thing that we're doing is this thing the thing that you want that you having that you like that's us that's this thing that's yes. this thing do this thing yes they're just doing that over and over again it's like when you're drunk and you're really drunk and your friend takes your hand head and not that i know this from experience thank you tina and continually puts it near the trash can and goes hey, if you need to throw up here's a trash can if you need to throw up here's a <laughs> trash can if you need to just that's what they're doing yes and they're making this clear that and they're masking and they're having events so that people know these things need to happen. So it's a really important thing that they're doing, and I agree with it. Yeah, and as Biden said uh, of the legislation, he said that it changes the paradigm for the first time in a long time, and this is so important. This bill puts working people in this nation first. Working people. Yes. The working class first versus the wealthy and um just i'm gonna skip up over here to this one because this made me very happy the white house is expected to uh propose a suite of federal tax increases on corporations and the wealthy the first major hike in almost 30 years that's right to fund key initiatives like infrastructure climate and expanded help for poor americans the tax hikes would be included as part of infrastructure and jobs packages (laughs) and would likely sorry i had a flashback to infrastructure weeks under Trump, which were always the worst weeks. Because for some reason, that always seemed to be when he said his most racist things. Exactly. Like, oh, it was always oh, infrastructure like, week was, would be, that's when you know that that would be the, the portal of hell was going to open up during t- the Trump yeah, administration. Yeah, those the worst weeks. But it also would likely include repealing portions of the Trump 2017 tax law, which benefited corporations and wealthy individuals, okay? And that is uh, raising the corporate tax from 21 to 28%, which is down from when it was at 35%. Here's the deal. This is a good opportunity for you to call your Congress, congressional reps and your senators and let them know that you like them. You really like this Biden bill and you want them to vote for it because that's they've got to know that. So call them at 202-224-3121. And that's the general switchboard for for both Senate and the House. And let your representatives and your senators know you expect to see their vote on that. Yeah, this is how we get things done. We have to stay engaged and you need to call these people. It would be great if you call their offices so much they know you. 
Exactly. They go, hi, Angela. Nice to hear from you. Like that, you want that tone. Exactly. In their voice. Speaking of, uh, you want them to know you. I love Dr. Fauci talking about, look, y'all, okay, we don't need to be making the same mistakes as Europe, everybody. Don't, mm-hmm. don't we, we notice the, everybody, everybody, get your, get your ass over up in here. Now, now listen to me. <laughs> He's like, he warns that as Europe struggles to contain its third coronavirus wave, that it is still, the, the virus is still, everybody is still spreading. It ain't, it ain't going well, nowhere. I've been very annoyed by this. And, and, and this is, it's confusing because, you know, I have a, an app that I look at every morning mm-hmm. for, before I walk my dog because um, of crime. And, um, but, and they also, they track COVID and they track what's going on in COVID in the city and in mm-hmm. the county, the state. And the cases are going up. The, mm-hmm. the, are not, the, the rate of transmission has actually been, it, it's been going up, not down. And, and yet the, the rate of hospitalizations has been going down and the rate of, in the, de- the rate of people dying, part of that is because a lot of people already have and yeah. already have gotten, contracted it. But, but that's been going down. But the problem is, and I, I think people are, this needs to be said, are still getting sick, yes. are still getting it. And, and that means they're still passing it. And yet we're opening up and there are places that have op- that are trying to open up and have opened up completely. Yeah. And, and, and it's up to you to take care of you a lot more than you may think. Well, and I believe that we are in this place of personal, we're about to be in this place and space of personal responsibility. And I would like to invite us all and to rem- remain, to remain vigilant because I don't know if we're very aware in this country, but right now Italy is on lockdown. Yes. Okay. They're third or something lockdown, third or fourth. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. And uh, with people banned from leaving their houses except for work or health reasons. In Germany, uh, officials warned yesterday that there's a very high risk of a further increase in infections. In France, hospitalizations are again on the rise, with Paris beginning to evacuate around 100 COVID-19 patients from the region over the weekend. Here, here's the thing. Evacuate. It's evacuate, everybody. Hear that. Hear that. You know, so, and, and, and meanwhile, we do have health officials here in this country saying, it, there is a possibility of vaccinating our way out of this, but only mm-hmm. if we remain vigilant, okay? So you've got to keep socially distancing. You've got to stay home. You've got to not go up. I mean, we really can't, we can't relax those things because even if everyone's, everybody gets vaccinated, like we have to, I, I'm actually an advocate for continuing to wear face masks. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. And, and here's the other thing too. The CDC just warned that the U.S. could see another surge because of Americans return to airports for spring break travel. Everybody's excited. You know, like I was on the phone the other day with a friend of ours who was already talking about, she's planned her trip to, to Italy. Yeah. And I'm like, bitch, stay, put your ass. Do I have to nail your ass to the seat? Where are you? You ain't going no damn well, where. They may not be letting her in, no how. <laughs> so there may, that might be the right case. But it is, it's a It's a moment in time where, you know, my understanding too is that you getting vaccinated doesn't mean you can't carry it. Right. And give it to somebody else at this point. So I, I there's a lot of reasons to, but I think that, that, I mean, I appreciate what Biden said, but I think it's up to all of us to continue to wear your face mask, continue to wash your hands and socially distance. And I know it sucks, but it's going to be worse if we have to go back to a much more 
yep. stringent, you know, um, set of guidelines. And I don't think, I know we don't want that. This is the worst marshmallow test of marshmallow tests mm. of being able to defer our gratification, to see it coming, to see everything coming, to see, you know, the possibility of, of being normal again, and yet continue to be as vigilant as you were from at day one. It's really hard. And and it's, and it is, I'll tell you, like, it's, it's getting to us. Like it we, is. we had a commercial audition. Did you do it by the way? Yeah. I did. Okay. Good. Um, a voiceover read today <laughs> for, uh, for a company and it was a touching read. Yeah. And I did send this one take as a separate thing to our agent. But one of the, one of the lines was like, you know, it basically is about people coming together again. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, you come home and have a meal and this is where you, this place where you feel like you can be you, where you're free to breathe easy for once and you can be vulnerable or silly and all this stuff. And the last line I was like, so let's all come together. And I started crying, mm-hmm. you know, um, let's, it's so a literally my take was like, let's all come together. <laughs> oh! Give everyone a seat. Oh, poor thing. And I sent it to our agent because I was like, I think I might be a little touchy. (laughs) I might be a little emotional. Because these commercials, while it's a lovely ad, there's nothing wrong with this Mm -hmm. ad. Then, I mean, I was like, I... And take it to a place. It, it just, yeah. I was like, because, you know, we did, Francis was kind of did help do my, my sister's had a baby shower, virtual baby shower this weekend. And it's just hard. It's yeah. like, you know, and we're very lucky in a lot of ways, but it's, it's really, I haven't seen my family in a, you know, over a year, year and yeah. a half. I, I don't know. And I, I certainly don't want to get a newborn or anybody else sick. So. Yeah. You know, I'm hoping I can get vaccinated and then go there and wait three or four days to have a test to see if I can see them and all that. But but it is about we do have to control ourselves and delay our gratification and delay the hang because it's I at the end of the day, it's more important. For example, I have a friend who at his job, he was speaking to some coworkers and one coworker was saying how his kid was uh, into uh, sports, into wrestling Mm -hmm. specifically and Greco-Roman. Mm-hmm. Um and how strong he was and it's great and, and he and he said to the people he was talking goes and you know he goes to a private school so we didn't quit our sports like public schools oh and fuck he you sa- thank you he said it like fuck that you. fuck thank you and you. goes on and he goes and you know and this is the thing so like he had this match and like I think the other kid had COVID because two days later he is really sick and I think has COVID. Now, mind you, this person's in a meeting telling other people at the meeting this story without a mask. Exactly. So you continued. Here's my problem with with everything. Exactly. Morality. This is the rule of the universal rule of morality is this. It can't. It's not moral if everybody can't do it. Mm -hmm. So everybody can't continue to live life the way they want to right now. But your choice that you should be able to do it because you have some money and sent your kid to a private school has not meant that you just walked into an environment with unsuspecting people who were counting on your social distancing, who were counting on you having some sense of the social contract. Yep. And you and broke being re- it. And being responsible. And you, you broke it so badly that you, there may be a direct line between you and your, pa- and your parents deciding that your kids are going to continue doing this. Ca- they catch COVID. They bring it to you. Maybe you're asymptomatic. Maybe you're about to get sick. And then you've just passed it to so-and-so and you've killed them or their child or yeah. their grandparent or their neighbor. You, we, this thinking only of yourself bullshit 
ultimately it hurts you too which yep. if we if that's the only way we can reach you because now your son is sick he's like and this is a strong kid well this does this virus is taking out strong people all the time yep biden deployed fema thank you to the u.s mexico border to help shelter and transfer thousands of unaccompanied migrant teens and children who are currently being held in customs and border protections detention facilities and tent shelters and watching the gop try to capitalize on this moment on what is a human tragedy what that, is that, that their president created that their president created and here we are and and at the end of the day and instead of figuring out this is what i find so disgusting all the way around and it really is the republicans instead of sitting here going there are thousands of kids who are in trouble we need to figure out what to do with them instead of sitting here going you know what look at how poorly the democrats are handling this situation. They've been there for less than 60 days. days. Fuck you. I Let know. me tell you what the problem is. Y'all are racist. Yeah. And you use this as a rallying cry and the cruelty was the point. And so you've created a system where we've got a bunch of ICE agents instead of doing the thing you should have done, which is you're supposed to, and I blame Congress for this too. We, DACA, I, thank you, Biden, President Biden for saving DACA. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is that we need substantial, we need legislation. Slation. Congress has to Put, you have to put forth legislation. We have to decriminalize something that isn't criminal behavior, which is seeking asylum. This was a violation of people's rights. There are people who should be going to jail for what happened under Trump. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm not in, not including Trump in that. As this was a violation of international law and our own laws on asylum. Yeah. On top of it, I think ICE needs to be disbanded. They are a, a group of fascist thugs. Yeah. And here's my question. What are we going to do with these children? What do we feel are our responsibilities as humans on the earth. That's This is not just we a question hide, yeah. for the United States because we watched children ru- rush up, uh, wash up on shores yeah. a couple of years ago. Well, the truth of the matter is that we have to talk about, the, we have to make a decision here. Either we're a nation of immigrants or we're not. Either we acknowledge the fact that immigration, either we are we are open to having people in this country or we're not. That's right. And and the fact is we are open to it because and Donald Trump is open to it because he uses people in his in, at all of his resorts. That's right. So the reality is we need substantial, comprehensive legislation. And I think that none of these sheltering facilities should be privately owned so that former chiefs of staff like care. What's what's his name? John Kelly. Yeah. Who immediately went, went from being, you know, in, in, in the Trump administration to being on the board for one of these private mm-hmm. prisons that um, companies that also administer some of the, the detention facilities. These people shouldn't be in detention and all of that money and all that effort that went into hiring, you know, guns to violate people's rights and to force them and to create the humanitarian crisis which was these unofficial border hovel villages yeah. where people have been suffering and lingering because of the whole you can't stay here, wait here bullshit, um, staying me- back to Mexico or whatever plan, even if you're not from there. Yeah. Because of that, they created that problem. It's created that crisis at the border. Hire more judges, hire more social workers, hire the people that can move people through the system ex- expeditiously. Yes. That's what needs to happen. And and also, we do have to take uh, note to take care of what's happening in people's actual com- com- countries. Yes. Their homes. And what's happening in terms of what we're doing in terms of the climate worldwide that's making people not be able to have economic advantages where they wor- where they live. Well, and, yeah, and- we're dealing with climate refugees Absolutely. Here. 
Absolutely. So, you know, and it's just, it, it's just, it's coming up from, you know, from South America all the way up and the violence and being, un, un, you know, unsafe. And what are we going to do? Because here's the question. Yes, these children are here. So now what? How do we educate them? How do we absorb them into our communities? How do we support them and make them part, rich parts of our heritage and our society? That's what has to happen. And that's the only answer. It just, it drives me crazy because we started this coronavirus with the Republican Party telling us that if you're old, you should just be ready to die. Yes. Because, you know, that's what you do. You've been here. You're done. Come on, just die. No. And then, so suddenly we're a youth culture, I guess only if they're white. Yeah. Um, because the reality is that you don't want to help young people either. No. Uh, and and I, I just... I, I'm all done with acting like it, the, this is a, a crisis that couldn't be anticipated or even that it's a crisis. I think the situations we've created, we they overloaded. They did it on purpose. Yeah. They overloaded the system. They shut things down. That's right. They turned it into a prison for profit system and they took children away from their, they kidnapped kids yeah. and, and we just have to fix it. Um, and so that's something I, you continue to, to call it in your congress people your representatives and senators about but you know fema is a start um an important start uh to dealing with the situation yeah and speaking of kids uh we're starting to a a picture a roadmap for in-person school is starting to emerge safety protocols that are very similar to uh those that the cdc set out as guidelines recently include masking at school physical distancing, washing hands, cleaning facilities, and improving ventilation, as well as contact tracing, isolation, and quarantine. These are the basic things that we need. This is why that package had to be so big, the $1.9 trillion package, because there is a lot, there are a lot of children and who go to school in this country. We have very huge school systems in New York and Los Angeles. And these, and that means that those children, if, if if they are hubs of infection, that means that we're all infected. Mm-hmm. And so it is, it is vital. And let me tell you something. My daughter at this point, she's sweet and wonderful. I, you know, you know, we're blessed in terms of her being, getting through COVID, but she walks around our apartment like a zombie. Yeah. She needs to be back in school. You know, yep. and uh, and I and I know everybody feels this way about their kids and the children around them. That that the lack of socialization for young people, you know, and our, my daughter is fifteen, about to be fifteen, is is damaging. Yeah. At this point. But the problem is that, you know, they go in there and the teachers need to be protected and then the people they go home to need to be protected. Yeah. Yeah. And so we, in our own little pod, in our family, you know, we've discussed, you know, cause she has going to, is going to have the option theoretically to go back to school at the end of April, mm. uh, that Tom and I would be both vaccinated at that point, And then she would consider being, going to sit in the classroom. Now, are they giving you that option? You had to this week, uh, with the, uh, LAUSD go and fill out an, uh, a survey saying what your option would be. Would you prefer to have finished the school year with online instruction only, a hybrid, or would you want in-classroom instruction for your child? Mm-hmm. And so we went for in-classroom instruction just because in case 
for that option. Because if you don't opt for it, you must remain online, which oh. I found really interesting. But that isn't guaranteeing that you're going to school. That's right. Okay. That's right. So I wanted to make sure that we had the option. And then finally, uh, not finally, uh, also we just wanted to look at uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo is being uh, asked to resign by uh, AOC, Nadler, and at least 13 other House Democrats from New York. Six women have accused Cuomo of sexual assault or harassment, and allegations have also emerged that his administration covered up COVID nursing home deaths. Um, And this is a quote. Unfortunately, the governor is not only facing the accusation that he engaged in a pattern of sexual harassment and assault, there's also the extensive report that from the attorney general that found that Cuomo, the Cuomo administration hid data on COVID-19 nursing home deaths from both the public and state legislature. And, if you haven't seen the picture yeah. of Cuomo walking around with a blanket around him <laughs> on the phone, the next picture, what's that one came out? What's hysterical? The next picture is him and his wife looking very L.L. Bean. Yeah. Um, walking around. There, but he was wearing a blanket. He looked so... <laughs> It just was the perfect photo because it's like him just trying to just he's I'll just throw a blanket around myself and get outside and talk about this. You got to do something. You got to do something. What are we doing? What's the what's the plan? What's the here's the thing. And I don't know where you're at, Francis. This is where I'm at. Hmm. What Cuomo has said to this is this is a quote. I did not do what has been alleged, period. I'm not going to resign. I was not elected by the politicians. I was elected by the people. Mm -hmm. That is true. Mm hmm. There, however, there is a procedure for the people, your co co legislators, mm-hmm. legislators, to remove you. Mm-hmm. There's also a recall option among your voters, mm-hmm. and if people want to recall him or whatever, I am at a place like this. Do I like this man? No. Do I think what he's that this needs to be investigated thoroughly? Absolutely. Um, would I like to see him step down? I think I would, mm-hmm. but he is right that he doesn't have to. So here's my question. What do you do? Because do the people, I don't know. I mean, I know that the other people, I know that these people would like him to step down, but I don't know if the voters of New York want him to step down. Well, here's my question. Here's a couple of things. You know, it is, we, we can talk about procedure and we can talk about perception, right? And right now in the eye of the storm, the perception is that absolutely he should step down. Will the perception still be the same? Will we all still feel the same in three weeks? Because this is what I have noticed with Democrats, okay? Um, and, and here's the question. It needs to be investigated. I, I'm going to say it how I feel it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this is, and I'm thinking as I speak as opposed to having a fully formed thought here. But as I look at it and I look at what what we talked about with Trump and grab him by the pussy and all of these things, it's I am caught between hold ourselves to the same standards and I am also caught between if you know Don't the, become what you hate. Don't become what don't become what you hate. And I'm also caught between I just don't know that's this is where i'm at my thing is what he's saying is true the politicians didn't didn't elect him that's right do i like a situation where uh, uh other people 
that who are elected representatives, but not necessarily by me. They get to pick my governor. Yeah. You know, I don't know that I like that either. However, I get why that is there and it's an available option. But I, I do think I look at this and I go, I in the middle of voting rights being attacked all over the place too, you know, but I'm like there, you know, what a, we do need to look at ways to censure and ways to, to deal with this kind of, um, this kind of behavior. I, you know, and I, is he somebody I would vote for? No. Well, the you reality know? is. But I don't know that I have the right to tell the people of New York that he can't be their governor. Here, here's my thing. And I'm going to say it like I mean it. It is that we at this point have to expect awful things to come out about most people within a certain age group. And I'm going to say if you're between the ages of generally 35 to 70, you might have a couple skeletons in your closet. And the reality is, is that we need to decide how we're going to deal when, with these allegations and things come out. Do we don't, you know, we can't ignore them. Mm-hmm. You know, but and and, well, and his, everybody's got is, them on a list. The, my problem was that some of these uh, weren't even old enough to make it to the closet. <laughs> some of these <laughs> allegations are like new. She walked in the door and got allegations. Yeah. This isn't these aren't from twenty years ago. Exactly. You know, a lot of the a lot of this, and even not that that makes it easier or better or less of a crime or less of a problem, but. The fact is, Cuomo, this is what I've heard people say. Cuomo's a bully. Yeah. He's an asshole bully and always has been. Um, and that his their father, the Cuomo's father, the beloved former, you know, governor, I believe beloved. I don't you know, maybe that's changed over the years. But you know, um I think that that the fact that there isn't that there don't seem to be any procedures or any sort of punishments in line for when a governor harasses and how that that it's the you know the fish hot rotting from the head down how that this style of so-called governing um you know it just sounds like an awful 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 environment and people have the right to not work in awful 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 environments so something needs to happen here and i i don't know i don't but i do i do have pause around I, I'd like to see a recall effort from the voters. Yeah. Because it's possible it happened to us. Yeah. You know, we ended up with Schwarzenegger as a governor. Um, so there's that. I am concerned oh, always about what we, about the normalization or condoning of any behavior. And people keep trying to bring up Al, Senator, former Senator Al Franken, and I just don't see these things as similar. No, they're not. Um, Al Franken removed himself from the equation. Yeah. He stepped down, and he before there could be an investigation. Cuomo was saying, "Let's have the investigation." Well, also, also, I have to say this: it, this is not the same river. You can't step step into the same river twice. Life and times were different when Franken stepped down. Life and times are different now. Well, are they, though? They are. They are. And I'm going to tell you something. The culture is different. Well, I don't want the culture to be more permissive, and I don't want it to be more okay with, because it's now it's somebody that we like. And that's what and I thought about and Al Franken, and, and I know people got very mad about it, and yeah. I had a lot of conversations with people about this. But my position was he decided to step down and not have an investigation, and I don't know why he made that decision. 
but I can guess. And one of my guesses was they had fucking photos. Yeah. And that's, and that's and that it, it, was damning enough. It, and here's, it wasn't going to get better with an investigation. For me, for me, what I need, I think what needs to happen is an investigation. You, you're dirty. You call, we caught you riding dirty. You're out. You're not riding dirty. Keep, keep, that's keep right. going. That's, that's really exactly how I feel about it. No, and there should be offices of uh, you know, HR, ombudsman, whatever. There yes. should. We don't have procedures. We don't have procedures in Congress for people who are sexually harassed to no. have any kind of recourse. And and we don't have, and there should be guidelines around hiring that are more um, like laws so that people aren't getting hired because they look cute and told that the, and made it very clear that that is what the condition of your employment. It's harassment and it's not okay and it's against the law and we do need to to prosecute and we do need to investigate but he's as far as i'm concerned at this moment he's availing himself of his rights in the situation absolutely and so whether or not i like that and i get these people calling for somebody to step down but i and i know that these aren't equivalents but how about we call how about we call for representative john cavanaugh to step the fuck down how about we how about we do that because in case you haven't heard about him, he is the Arizona Rep- Republican um, state lawmaker who uh, argued that voters who hadn't participated in recent elections should no longer automatically have absentee ballots mailed to them. Um, uh, to say some rather <laughs> disturbing things. Yes. He Such vote. as. Yes. Democrats value as many people as possible voting and they're willing to risk fraud. That sentence is really interesting to me. Democrats value as many people as possible voting. What well, shouldn't we all? all? He says it like it's a quirk. Yeah. Like they're weird like that. No, uh, I don't know. And, he says it like it's a crime. Well, and like it's wrong because then he goes, yeah. and they're willing to risk fraud. Well, yeah. No, they're not. No, but there is no fraud. There's no fraud. There's yeah. never been any fraud in any case. Republicans are more concerned about fraud. Well, I would say they're more concerned about pretending there is fraud than they are about everybody voting for sure. Mm-hmm. He said, so we don't mind. We don't mind putting security measures in that won't let everybody vote but everybody shouldn't be voting listen to that yeah that's straight up fascism and it is straight up jim crow bs he goes on to say not everybody wants to vote well you, you know, know why you do it they don't vote you know this is what i love y'all so silly not everybody wants to did you Women know don't want to vote their husbands are voting black people don't want to vote oh they've got the busy working and going to church they, Latinos, got time for this. they don't vote they don't care about that and then and if somebody's uninterested in voting that probably means that they're not they're totally uninformed on the issues whoa interesting jump in logic so you're saying that you're equating somebody didn't vote in an election therefore they don't care about voting therefore they don't know about the issues that, that's the craziest jump and none of that is it's the assumptions this, and then but they, what it really is is i don't want people who aren't white voting and a lot of not white people voted yeah and that's got to stop he also said quantity is important but we have to look at the quality, the quality of, of the votes vote. as well there the is quality. no different quality to a vote my vote is not less quality than anybody else's or more quality he thinks it is because they came from your black hands angela <laughs> it is straight up Jim Crow, if I read that to you and said it was Bull Connor, you'd fucking believe me. That's a a currently, this man needs to be recalled. He needs to not be in government. Yeah. Um, When you look at what's going on on the local levels and in state levels, all across this country, so far there are more than 250 bills on voting restrictions that have been introduced in state legislatures nationwide in this year. It's, and we're in March. Yep. Just to be clear. 
Um, that's according to data compiled by the Brennan Center for Justice at New York University. In Arizona, there's close to 80% of voters cast their ballots by mail in the last election. The state government has already introduced 24 bills restricting voting rights this year. Yeah. Uh, this week alone, the Arizona Senate approved a bill that would require voters to submit identification as part of their mail-in ballots. Now, if I understand that, that would mean you need to like photocopy your driver's license or something. And then we have, there's, there's, there's even, um, legislation asking people to have a, um, uh, a watchman ticket, a witness, basically, uh, you know, the Uh thing that that you go to the the public thing you got to go do the person. Oh, like a registrar? Like you yeah, go to, registrar. Like, yeah. Like you have to go yeah, in person. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're, they're trying to just suppress the vote because they can't win without suppressing the vote. He went on in an interview, Kavanaugh, Representative Kavanaugh, to say that his words were taken out of context. And I was like, does he mean like out of 1861? Um, and he defended the measure to stop sending some voters mail-in ballots as a matter of election security. He told the Post that his sentiment about everybody shouldn't be voting was referencing those fraudulent voters, not less informed people who have every right to vote no you that's the exact opposite yeah, of what you said exactly number one and number two less informed you've got a whole population who believes that there was voter fraud that there wasn't they are not informed yeah y- y- y'all some flat earth motherfuckers Thank if i ever seen you. Um, but, but here's the deal you. state and national voting right advocates are ra- ra- waging the most consequential political struggle over this access right now and and we are doing it okay it's like it's like the reality is is that if we don't get deep into this fight we this is this is the big one this is the big this this is the big thing that we need everybody to get focused on. So, for example, I believe today we're recording on the 16th. Yes. Today, Virginia Democratic Governor Ralph Northam announced that he's taking executive action to restore voting rights and other civil rights to former felons as soon as they complete their prison terms. A move that will immediately apply to more than, more than 69,000 formerly incarcerated Virginians. That's really important because we, the the disenfranchisement, it just happened in Florida. The, mm-hmm. the people voted to allow people who had served their sentence, ex-felons, to vote. And then their piece of shit governor, uh, Rick Scott, it's Rick Scott, right? Oh, oh in, no, it's not Rick Scott. It's, no, a, it's a, oh, DeSantis. Yes, DeSantis. He went around and he tried to, he got rid of that. This is the thing. Here's the deal. Number one, everybody needs to be able to vote. Um, and this idea that because you... Either you've done your sentence or you haven't. Yeah. You know what I mean? If we're going to say you served your time, you served your time, then you get to vote. Um, And it it is a huge, it is, we're having huge push. If, and we've talked about it a lot here. We've talked about Stacey Abrams organization, but what the Republican party is doing right now is culture wars and stopping voting. Yeah. Those are there. Keep the white, the angry white grievance thing going. Yeah. And, make sure that people can't vote. Yep. That is their entire push, which means that we have to stay focused on not letting them do that. And that is our final word. And now it's time for resistance wrap up. up, 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 up. I want to remind you that you can write to us at frangela08 at gmail.com and at it is week, week, week at gmail.com. We love hearing from you, so please do. Yes. Uh, but today, for as we were just talking about, we'd like you to check out commoncause.org. You, we've talked about this organization before, not for a while, though, I think. Um, and if you go to commoncause.org and hit the volunteer menu, they will give you um, volunteering uh, opportunities near you. Mm-hmm. And they do a lot of work in a lot of different areas from immigration to a lot of stuff but particularly around voting and elections 
They're working to ensure that every eligible citizen has the freedom to vote and that their votes are accurately counted. Um, and they've got, you can get access on all their different campaigns and what they're doing. So mm-hmm. they have been working on every step of the election process, working to pass laws that ensure voters access to the ballot box. Helping voters who are having trouble casting their ballots and working with election administrators to ensure that their voting systems and our voting systems and machines are safe, reliable, and secure. So here's the deal. Go to commoncause.org and check out, because you can send them money, obviously, but there are, actually, there are other things you can do that are actually about volunteering and really mobilizing around this. But I would encourage, we would encourage, everyone mm-hmm. to call you know 202 uh 221 uh oh my god 3121 224 3121 and um talk to let your uh representatives and senator know that you need voting rights legislation that that is important to you uh, do that also. But go check cop- out commoncause.org and see how you can get involved. I'm Frances Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to The Final Word. We want to thank you again and ask you to follow us at all the social medias at Frangela Duo, that's C-U-O, and at Idiot Week. And we want to thank our amazing, wonderful producer, Laura. And we love and miss you, Kate. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.